As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. What's going on and welcome to another episode of the Urban Pitch Podcast, the beautiful game of life, part of the Believe Network. The Washed Up Crew, we're back, back in the building again. I'm Ramsey Abushala, editor of UrbanPitch.com. As always, the director of Vibes right here with me, Julio Matarosa. Uh, and today, we got a special guest, very special guest again. Uh, you know him, he's an artist, activist, you know, he's in the community, he's outside, he's doing things, he's making an impact. Uh, we got we got our guy Sticks in the building again. Sticks, I'm back. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> what, some time. Yeah, what's going on, man? It's been it's been a minute since we last spoke. You were on the podcast um, a couple years ago now, mm-hmm. um, before all this uh, you know pandemic stuff. But what have you been up to? I know you've been a busy guy. Uh, I see you all over doing oh, doing. Man. I mean, just a, a million different things. What, what what's new with you? Well, the last time we were on here, it wasn't as hot as it was. Right, it's really? hot. Right now. <laughs> it's hot yeah. right now. Yeah, super hot. Nah, yeah. man, it's it's uh it's been great, man. Especially with the foundation, with the music, with the, just everything, the company in general, we're doing some amazing things. Consistently doing the food drives. We got a huge entrepreneurship program with MasterCard. Um, got the financial literacy thing cracking off. You know, got this soccer skills development thing we do every single weekend. It's going down in the hood free for everybody. I told everybody I was going to, I told Don Garber from MLS. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to eliminate the pay-to-play model. I'm going to shake this shit up. <laughs> and yeah. he was like, man, if you could figure that out, you would be the man. And I, you know, so we were. This you said that to Don Garber's face. You didn't like send it. Yeah, yeah. yeah I know. That's kind of wild. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm shit. talking to Don that's Garber. That's the commissioner, and, man. That's the commissioner. Like, he just dropping names. He's, like, yeah. he's, yeah, he's not used yeah. to people <laughs> pressing him like that, I'm sure. Who, 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 does, who does that? No, Don is an amazing person, man. He really cares. Um, not to segue off a little bit, but mm-hmm, he cares mm-hmm. about equity he cares about um diversity he cares about a lot of these things and it's very rare that a commissioner even cares about community anything Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and he actually does so that's what allows me to have these conversations i mean obviously thanks to larry berg owner of lafc who and allison berg who made the connection Mm -hmm. and was telling don you need to talk to sticks right you need to talk to sticks because he knows what he's talking about and because of that relationship that's how it happened but um, you know, and we're consistently doing, you know, kicking in with the basketball skills development, um, climate justice, targeting air and water. I mean, like right now we're building a uh, a school in Lancaster. Wow, oh, wow. shoot, we finna do a retail and housing development project in Lancaster. Um, sports facilities. It's, 
It's nuts right now, dog. It's like, I can't complain. Right, I mean, yeah. chill, man. That's crazy. Yeah. I feel like we got to start like, stepping our game I know, up. we got to step, yeah, yeah, step our stuff our up, man. Up, man. I, thought, I thought we were doing okay with the podcast, you know, getting some, <laughs> some new amazing. guests on. No, this is amazing, we just got shitted on right now. <laughs> <laughs> Hey Ramsey, like hey, we gotta talk uh, after the podcast. Right, yeah, yeah, we gotta step our games up yeah. because uh, I mean, so so talk about you, you mentioned LAFC making the connection uh, with Don Garber. Um, you know, obviously you've had um, opportunities to work with the club. I saw you sitting pitch side at um, El Trafico a couple yeah, weeks back, yeah. um, but you've also had a, a, a opportunities to work with other LA teams in the area. Oh, the, yeah. the, the Clippers, oh, you're doing yeah. the Rams. You're performing at halftime, oh, creating yeah. anthems for them. Yeah. Um, so talk about that because <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm sure. You're you're born and born and raised LA, working yeah, with working with these teams. What what's that like as a, as a, as a LA uh, person? I don't, you know. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Our partners at Bet Online continue to be the number one source for all of your betting needs and sports info. Find all of the latest odds, news, and sports developments, including Major League Baseball, the latest fighting news, and even next season's early NFL futures. With training camp right around the corner, Bet Online has opened up odds for team wins, division futures, and of course, the Super Bowl. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code BELIEVE, that's B L E A V, to get the bonus and get in the action. Bet Online, where the game starts. Honestly, I don't even look, I'm not gonna say it's not nothing, right? Yeah. But it's like, I do it and I'll be like, all right, what else can I do? Mm. What? I mean, the goal is always to sew up all of L.A. It's like, all right, I got LAFC. Now I need basketball. Right. Clippers. <clears throat> okay, I got, I got soccer and basketball. I need football. Right. Rams. You know what I'm saying? All right, I got basketball, soccer and baseball. I need baseball. Uh, right. Whatever. You know yeah, what I'm Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah baseball. Need baseball Dodgers. Next. Now I got Dodgers. Yeah. yeah. You're yeah. working with the Dodgers oh, too? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. When I do my food drives, we partner with the Dodgers every single month. So... Um, so we got all pretty much the, the city on lock. The four. Where are the Kings at? The Kings next. Next, oh, if they let me, if they want to play ball, they yeah. want to get in the hood. Right. I'm right. gonna find a few hockey players in the hood for them. <laughs> you know. Um, but the goal is always just to rep LA, put LA on the map. As I mean, as if it's not on the map, mm-hmm. but just hold it down, man. And but create opportunities for people who wouldn't have opportunities right. in LA. Yeah. In these low income communities, people who look like all of us. Definitely. Just give them opportunity to try to shine, man. And make it where it don't cost nothing right and i hold these teams accountable like hey you care about the hood let's create this program then at the same time i'll throw you a dope ass theme song at the end. <laughs> <laughs> yeah talk about the theme songs because i mean i feel like those are difficult to make something that's you know not too like rah rah you know like this is a just straight up clippers you know let's yeah. go clippers uh, you know whatever. it's always been easy for me because I, I i used to do a lot of uh like songs for like commercials uh-huh. all right so it's kind of like a similar concept you right. have a a subject and you got to make a song that's cool specifically to this thing right and but it got to be cool enough but not cheesy to where it'll turn people off and when you're dealing with sports it's all about culture as long as you add the culture to it like hip-hop culture and like what that embodies and represents it's hard to miss so i just so happened to come from both worlds and have a part of you know come from the hood hip-hop culture, you know, born and bred in it, um, from L.A., so it's easy to talk about L.A. shit when I make yeah. this song. Yeah, definitely. Um, all I'm doing is adding a team name, potentially, if I do that, or some players, or, sure. you know, or just talk about what the team represents, and usually they all represent the same thing, diversity, 
culture, community mm-hmm. in LA. Like you can't go wrong. That's easy to talk yeah. about, yeah. you know. So yeah, so, and then so I mean, obviously, with being in LA, there's multiple teams to work with. Where are you reaching out to the Clippers? Well, how did that like? Did were you choosing yeah. the Clippers? Like, was that a conscious decision, or was yeah, it the because, opportunity? Yeah, came up? Uh, I chose the Clippers because I think they were a team that was on the verge of rebuilding. This mm-hmm. was before Kawhi and Paul George, right, right. And I was like, I could see that y'all could use some community engagement. Mm-hmm. I mean, they do things in the community. A lot of things like basketball courts right. and stuff yeah, like all that. The, all those yeah, courts, all the courts the Clippers. you have the yeah, Clippers yeah, yeah. logo on it, right? Yeah, yes. but it's like, where's the connection? Like, who are you connected to that's in the streets every day? Mm-hmm. And is that person representing the team? It's different where you pay somebody who's not a fan. Sure. Definitely. It's forced. It's not authentic. Yeah. It's not yeah. organic. So I'm like, look, I'm a, I actually like the team. It would be yeah, advantageous. Liking the Clippers pretty hard. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a Laker fan myself. Look, I don't never hate on the Lakers. I'm telling you, 17 championships? Can't, can't go wrong. You can't. Yeah. How you hate on that? Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. I would never say nothing bad about the Lakers. I mean, like, a lot of people find ways to hate on it, but. Man, I'm a winner, dog. Right. I love winners. Yeah. And if you talk, there's only two teams really in NBA history that are winners consistently. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's the Lakers and the Celtics. Yes. I mean, no, Celtics is blasphemy in LA, but I mean, the Celtics I mean, have but, only won one championship in the last how many years? Since but that's not right. but no, like when it comes to sports, like when it comes to Boston, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Red everything, Sox, Celtics, yeah, you know, yeah. Like, sure. And so it's like, how do you? Anybody who hates on a winner, you're just a hater, right? That's, that's I don't give a fuck who you like, right? Like, how you hate on seventeen? Seven, not, not you can't. That's what I'm saying, like, can't. that's crazy. <laughs> how you hate on like Magic? How you hate on like Kareem, <laughs> like that Shaq, Kobe, like Kobe Bryant, like one of the greatest players they ever touched. Rest in peace. I mean, the, like, the, the stuff that you see on social media about Kobe is crazy, man. Mm-hmm. He and gets I, so much hate. Because, and, I, and I blame that a lot on the fans of Kobe because the fan, Kobe fans, like I, Kobe's my favorite basketball player of all time. Yeah. Same here. Yeah, but some of the, some of the, like the, the straight up stands of Kobe will say some just – outlandish stuff about right. him he's you know way better than lebron way better than than jordan when i mean in my sense he's just a great player he's greatness like he's it's one of the greatness. greatest of all greatness time greatness is greatness man you know and and you know people try to peg him against you know other great players and then that's when it starts to get you know Money. just crazy mm-hmm. right and so but like you i mean like you were saying like i, I mean at the end of the day, you don't have to like it, but you have to respect it. And that's, I think that's winning. a lot what, what L.A. culture, sports culture has to bring. we got to focus on winning, dog. And nothing else matters. You're either winning exactly. or you're not. Yep. In but life, a- man, you either winning or you ain't. And you got to figure out how to win. Yeah. Speaking of that, uh, LAFC. Winning. <laughs> they're having a good year. Winning. They're, they're winning right now. but when Top it comes- of the top. Yep. They just brought on a couple of uh, Man, you know, come on, man. We ain't got to say the names. We know who they brought on. We know what's going to happen. So, so my question to you is, is it championship or busted year? Because this is something Julio and I have been, have been talking about. I'm know. terrified. <laughs> <laughs> I am terrified. Because it's like resembling of when the Clippers brought Kawhi and Paul George. Oh, right. And right. it's like, damn, we about to win the championship this year. And then we went to the bubble and smoked it. Right? I'm like, damn, we got all of this fire. And they was playing good without them. Right. Exactly. Right. So to add them right now. While they're on fire, it's like it's a few things. It's like, is it going to be difficult to jail? Or I don't think it becomes difficult because the type of players that they got 
don't interrupt the, the flow of the system. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? They just amplify mm -hmm. what we're already doing. So, look, man, all I can say is we're in a great position to win number one. And I hope so. Shit. <laughs> I, I hope so as well. Uh, first episode on the podcast, I kind of made fun of the Galaxy fans and... They have been on me since. The Galaxy fans, they have come after who like we uh -oh. it's gone to the point where if if we're at like LA Gal in LA Galaxy territory, people yeah. start they recognize them and they they're like pointing them out, like Look, yelling man, here here's the thing. I don't like the clown stuff. Mm -hmm. Same here. You know what I'm saying? Right. It'd be yeah. clown stuff that they be doing. Now out of respect of winning. They're, they're winners too. I mean, yeah, they're yeah. winners. They're winners. So I can't hate on the or I'll never hate on the organization, but I'll disrespect the clowns. <laughs> right. You know what right. I'm saying? Right. You know, you're a clown. You're stupid. You like sure. you suck. <clears throat> do something. Like, yeah, you know? Exactly. I know. Like if you keep it words, I honestly do not care. Yeah. Bro, like they 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 they've done memes of me on Instagram. I repost it. I really don't care. Like I really don't care. Just when you come up and start talking, like you a bitch. Like all that. That's like, crazy. No, they're wild. Yeah. That's what I'll give them, dog. It's like. The Raider fans. Exactly. <laughs> they win it every like, year, but they don't win shit. Like, Raider fans. They will beat, they will fight you over this shit. Like, I'm like, Raider oh. fans are preseason champions every year. <laughs> oh, my God. You know what I mean? But And that's with all respect to the Raiders. Shout out to the Raiders. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, but, you know, this year, I mean, we'll see, man. I ain't going to diss nobody. I ain't going to hate on no other teams. I'm going to just say we in a good position. Hopefully we can carry it out. Um, throughout the whole season, secure the shield, and then go on and secure the chip, you know the cup, and just see what happens. Definitely, I, I love how we look. Yeah. I've been to a few of the matches. I mean, they. I mean, seeing it in person even looks good. Right, it's different from all right. of the other years. It's just right. different. It's like the energy is different. No, just yeah. the flow. I agree. Um, just the the player, like how they communicate on the pitch, like it's just different. Mm -hmm. Man, it's a different squad. So. No, yeah, definitely. Yeah, go ahead. No, so yes, yeah, so I've, I've been going to games since 2018. Mm -hmm. um, the last two seasons, I think I've probably missed like three games for LAFC. Wow. Um, but like You're better than me, and I'm like a partner. <laughs> yeah. Well, you got you got uh, the schools building schools. You know. Uh, yeah, I know somebody that can get me through the back door. <laughs> <laughs> not, 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 not like that to the extent you are, but I, I, I figured my way in. Shout out to the plug. Haven't paid for a ticket in two years. Um, but uh, like this, like. Compared to other seasons, don't get me wrong. Every time I go to LAC, game it's a party. But like mm -hmm. now, like you can feel the difference. This year, like people are actually it's wanting serious. to see the games. Not it's only serious, going there bro. to party, but like they're invested because they know like this is that this year. Is like yeah, yeah this man. is that. If, if we don't win it this year, it's because I mean, is is no other, nobody to blame but the teams because the the, the roster good, they have, staff good, players good, bench. You know, reserves are good. Amazing. Yeah. yeah. Like we got crazy reserves. Our yeah. reserves are like. Starters, Starters on yeah. different teams. Shout out my guy Latif. Latif, oh, man. that's the best super sub in the league. Man, I, every time man, he comes man. on, it's just he's always man. with a smile. He comes in, yeah, and, yeah. and, and just humble. Yeah. Like you know what I'm saying? Everything. No, yeah, Latif. I'll give him that. I've seen him at Sunset taking pictures uh, with, with fans. Like I think only player that has done it. Latif oh. is for the people. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. And then you know, thirty-two, fifty-two, still going at it. Yeah, definitely still faithful, strong. One of the strongest forces in LA sports culture. Like, you'll never see an experience like it in anything, um, no matter what sport you're at. I mean, maybe, I don't know, nothing. I can't even think of nothing <laughs> where you will experience, and it's still strong. No matter what the win-loss column is, 3252 holds it down. 
and you ain't gonna be able to enjoy, experience that nowhere else. So yeah, it's just. This is dope. It's a dope year. And they keep the team accountable. That that, that oh, protest yeah. they did after that Galaxy loss. Oh, yeah. They're like, we got to step it up. And what has LAFC done since then? Stepped it up. Stepped it up. Like They're like, all right, we love you guys. It, like, I see other fans, their team is losing. They just don't show up to the stadium. Now, these guys showed up to the stadium and were like, you know what? I remember that match. I forgot what happened. Where they were quiet like the yeah. first 15. That's the one. That's, yeah, that's yeah, what I was talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, that was after the LA Galaxy lost for the US Open Cup. Yeah, man. The first, like, what, 15 minutes of the Something match? like that. And, yeah, and, and they it, were just quiet. Yeah, yeah. Like, pin drop. And then they ignited. Again. Yeah, I was but like, they, yo, that's fire, bro. They yeah. keep the team uh, accountable about, like, yeah, we're going to support you guys, but, like. Give, it, lo- give us your yeah, all. Yeah, love us like we love we you. Give you yeah. We give you our all. Now you got to give us your all right you know what i'm saying yeah. so yeah it's dope. I mean, and that, to me that's that's the beautiful part of soccer because that you don't really see that in in other sports where nah. you have this kind of in, in, nah. uh organized fan groups that um you know it's it's interesting so there were some conversations in the off season and I, I don't think i've ever said this on it on a in an interview so this is like a you here i'm always exclusive i'll be dropping like exclusives exclusive. when i come in <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, we, need the, um, we need the flex bombs right yeah here. um so the Clippers, and they actually, it's online, they introduced something called the Wall of Sound. Oh, wow. So with the Wall of Sound, they designed it to go kind of like straight up in the yeah. air, like a section of seating. Right. But I think there's a portion of it that's standing wrong. And so they're going to put that into the new stadium that they're building yeah, in Inglewood. Inglewood, yeah. So yeah. It's resem- it came from a conversation that myself... And I don't know if the two others want me to disclose them. My guy, Matt Pay, and somebody else had a discussion. Mm-hmm. I don't know if we would want me to disclose it, but we had a discussion about this. And now Steve Ballmer in- implemented it wow. into the new stadium. But it's resemblant of 3252. Right. It's resemblant of the supporter section. Creating a section in basketball, almost like uh, the closest thing you can see is like the Cameron Crazies that do. Right. Yeah. You know, how they're just going yeah. crazy. They right. paint. Yelling, cheering, all camping out for like yeah, weeks before so, games. Um, it's it's bringing that culture to the NBA mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and having a section put together for those for that group of individuals. Yeah. And so it's like right behind the court. So if you when you're shooting a free throw, you're going, going, you're going, yeah. going to be oh. going nuts. <laughs> and then how it's built, the sound. The reason why it's called a wall of sound because the it echoes. scientifically it echoes back. Oh, that's crazy. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. yeah. So when somebody's shooting a free throw. It's going you gonna feel the vibration. Yeah, they gotta they gotta pull up the stats, the road road free yeah, throw percentage. So that'll be interesting to see. So, but but yeah, that came from you know that's a uh, it was birth from seeing thirty two fifty two in the supporter section and figuring out how do we bring that idea to NBA. Mm-hmm. And Steve Ballmer loved it, you know. And and from the discussion I had with the group, and then it went to another group, and then they talked about it. And now it's it's gonna be there. Influence. Influence, man. Yeah. That's LAFC culture for yeah. you. Yeah, definitely. They're making a big uh, impact in the city. First of all, all you will see is Dodger hats, but now you see that LAFC. LAFC you yeah. see that LA. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's the perfect logo. It got the LA in it with the wing, the black like and gold, the color, the black the and gold. The color scheme is, is great. Yeah. I mean, when you think about gangs and stuff in LA, it kind of it's it separates it's itself. Neutral. It's like yeah. it's neutral, right? You know what I'm saying? It's not blue. It's not red. Right. It's not orange. It's not purple. It's not like none of that stuff. Sure. It's like straight black and gold. How can you go wrong with black and gold? Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. You know, so. 
Yeah, and you've been able to work with the team uh, with your foundation, Think Watts. Mm -hmm. And I mean, you touched on it a little bit, but I want to get a little bit more into that because um, just seeing all the stuff that you've been able to do through mm -hmm. Think Watts has been, um, you know, just been fantastic. So, what's your what's what's the mindset that you have? Uh, what's your vision for um, what you've been doing over the last couple of years with with the foundation? Uh, we're just gonna continue to do. We do food drives, health fairs together. You know, we're raising a cultural awareness like really inviting black culture into the sport of soccer mm -hmm. just to enjoy it first. Yeah. I'm not trying to force anybody to play, but enjoy it. Yeah. And then from after enjoy it, you play it. And I see that as a way to bring black and brown communities together. Mm -hmm. that, that was my whole reason for even joining the club mm -hmm. is my initial pitch was, I think this is a dope way to bring black and brown people together, especially in LA. Right. Whereas, predominantly black and brown in these communities. Sure. You know what I mean? Where the stadium is, the people who come to the stadium are predominantly black and brown. You know, who in the supporter section, that's what you see. Right. And I was like, yo, this is a great opportunity to bring um, cultures together and figure, and figure out a way to produce some type of unity. That way we can really produce some economic development on a different scale. Right. It's, it's bigger than just mm -hmm. sports. Mm -hmm. You know, this is, this is equality. This is equity. You know what I'm saying? That I look at this. And um, that's why I did the theme song. Right. You know, that was the main reason behind that. So the goal is to continue to produce these type of ideas, produce these type of efforts, um, invite more people to the sport of soccer. Right. And that's any race, any ethnicity, but through the lens of hip hop culture, you know. Yeah. Create that bridge. Um, and, you know. Moving forward, hopefully, I should. I want a piece of the team. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta get that on ownership board. I need a piece, man. Naming <laughs> rights or something. Think Watch Stadium or some shit. He said, "Look, Ramsey like yeah, does yeah. you." I mean, they got the <laughs> court. They got the court now. Right. So they got they got Think Watch Jun the the the, yeah, the, the junior man. court, and I'll then the yeah, right. I'll take right, it, man. Right. We'll remove Bank of California. So <laughs> Think Watch Stadium. Nuts. That'd be crazy. <laughs> Remember, we said it here first. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So when you see the big tower on the side of the stadium, <laughs> you you seen it on Urban Pitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, so you obviously have like big, big goals and big. Um, mm -hmm. So where does that start with with Think Watts? How did that get all started? And what is it like now seeing it, however many years later, um, the growth that you've been able to to create with the with the foundation. Seeing the growth is a, is a, like a, what people will call a blessing. Mm -hmm. um, to be able to achieve what I've achieved and do what I've done, it's like insane. Like it's like, I like five years ago, I couldn't have told you that all of that's happening was gonna happen. I just knew I had the courage to go after it. I was crazy enough to think that it could happen, you know. Um, and I think now it's like setting my mind on like bigger goals that truly create universal impact. Schools, developments, you know, housing, billion dollar equity funds to just like invest in communities and products created by community. You know, creating uh, programs where people learn how to code and game mm -hmm. and play and all of that and taking those individuals and helping them produce the stuff that the world uses. There's no reason why a Uber can't come out of Watts. Definitely. Right. There's no reason why uh, we can't go to Bell Gardens and find somebody to create, you know, Postmates or something right. like that. Right. Like they're there. We just got to give them the opportunity 
and the resources to develop it or be around people who can develop it so Definitely. they can get their ideas off and um, we can make it. Like, that's my whole focus is producing entrepreneurs from right where we come from, you know? Um, and, uh, yeah, man. I mean, anybody watch Billions? I watched watch Succession. I watched this. My parents watched Billions. They've been telling me to watch Billions for a while. I've not seen it yet. Um, you watch Billions? Yo, I'm like Bobby Axelrod. <laughs> is that Paul? Is that Paul? <laughs> Sticks Axelrod. You know what I'm saying? When you watch the show, it's like that's, that's the goal, man, just to really um, create equity. I know right. I said that word a lot. Right, right. But that's what our culture is all black, brown, even, you know, Asian culture. You know what I'm saying? Like all the different types of uh, Middle Eastern culture, Pacific Islander, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. It's just about equity. If we could create equity, but within unity, we can create products that service everybody efficiently, authentically, you know, organically, and it's not like a force. Like, I'm tired of fragmented products. Like, oh, this is only for you. This is only for you. Only y'all can play this sport. Mm -hmm. Like, mm -hmm. these products aren't racist. Like, they aren't, <laughs> like, they can't think. Right. They're made by people who think that way. Right. So my goal is to be like, like soccer, for example, is not racist. The, the, the soccer ball can't decide who it wants to go to. Yeah. You know what I mean? It doesn't control who talks to someone a certain way. It's just a ball. You know what I mean? So it's like, why do we think that only certain groups of people can play soccer? And that's in America more so, more uh -huh. than anything. Because right. around the world, right. like right. everyone. No, plays. definitely, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? But yeah. I'm like, in America, it's about changing that, that narrative and that messaging. And like I said, going back to what I just said, creating uh, ecosystems, creating new messaging in sports, creating products that where all of us created together, we all combine our ideas to where all of us can benefit from it long term. And Shoot, that's that's my goal moving forward with working with all of these teams, uh, doing what I what what I do, um, working with all of these partnerships. It's always focused on that greater good. It's never just oh I'm doing it and that's it. Like right. we're just gonna keep like yeah. the main goal is to produce, you know, like economic success mm -hmm. for all people who look like us and come from places yeah. like where we come from. No, definitely. Uh, I grew up in 48th and Crenshaw. Mm -hmm. um, but like like we talked with FIFA last episode, there's usually like basketball courts are open. Uh, uh, but when it come, comes to the soccer field, mm -hmm. it's always closed. Oh, no, you can't play here unless you rent it out. Like yeah. for us to be like more diverse in that, in that sport, it's, yeah. we have to open these soccer fields up for the kids. Yeah. Um, growing up, it was always hard finding a, finding a, a soccer field to play. We used to go to USC uh, and mm -hmm. they, 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 they they'll let us play to... 9 p.m. They're like, you got, you guys got to go. Mm -hmm. But it was the only field that was really open for us to just go play pickup with the, our friends, whatever it be. Like for us, for us to make this sport bigger than what it is, we have to open this uh, this field up for the kids. Absolutely, um, man. And these parks, most of these parks, we talked about it. They have that no soccer sign, like every like every. every That's park. crazy. I, know. I didn't know that. They yeah, said there. If you go, um, like. Whatever, pick pick any park. You go to Jesse Owens around the right. corner. Yeah, you see yeah, that. No see, soccer. No yeah. soccer. That's insane. That's like, think insane. About that. like, so we got to open, like, open these fields up. Have some fields. That's crazy. That, and that's what I'm saying. That's part of some system that's culturally biased towards either a group of people. Because it ain't about soccer. No. It's about them limiting the people from doing that thing. Mm -hmm. soccer, like I said, soccer right. isn't racist. Right. 
you know, there's a system that these racist people, no matter what culture or background you are, yeah. there's no point, especially when it creates access that keeps kids out of trouble, Definitely. keep them occupied, keep them happy. Like, why would we take that away? Even adults. Like, I, I live across the street from uh, a school. Literally, I walk out my front door and the school field is right there. And every Sunday morning is a soccer game. Like, you know, it's like, you know, a bunch of dudes get together. They got the jerseys. And right. It's like yeah, a league, yeah, yeah. The whole, yeah. right. like an adult league. Mm-hmm. And I go out there and sometimes I just sit there and I just watch. And I look at it like, this is dope, man. <laughs> like, I don't know. And I always be like, what do they go through during their week? Like, what goes on in their life? This is their release. This is their traumatic stress reliever. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, yo, somebody probably couldn't pay their bill or got in a car accident <laughs> or family member passed away. But they there on Sunday. So when we take that away, what release do they have? Exactly. You know, and then they turn that into some other negative. Thing, right. You know right, what I mean? Right. So it's like, that's why I'm like, it's all about the messaging, man. And just create aligning voices that produce yeah. equality and equity, man, and accessibility right. for all of us. Yeah. Do you got any uh, aspirations to get into politics? Because you sound like uh, a you politician. Know. Yeah, right. Because if like I can't be governor, I don't want to be nothing. <laughs> <laughs> governor got power, man. He got action. So you want to go straight, straight to oh, the governor's man, office? Yeah, dog, I, man. A lot of people ask me all the time, man. You gonna be in politics, man? I want you to. I'll be like, nope. I'm like, why, man? What about the mayor? What about the senator? I'm like, nope. I don't want none of. It. They ain't got no power. Governor, though, I can be up there and be like. <laughs> hundred billion dollars is going over here <laughs> hey, now man, if arnold can do it if arnold can do it you can do it bro oh i know i can do it but yeah. that's married but oh the governor he was the governor, the governor, the governor right, he was yeah, the governor yeah. he was the governor God, he had no no prior governor. no prior politics that was terrible <laughs> the governor, the governor. Man, his speeches were like crazy though because his english was he, he didn't yeah. get off though he didn't like really flex when he was a guy Gavin Newsom is flexing. Mm. He's like, 100 million over here, 60 million over here, a billion over here. <laughs> Man, I would do some wild. First day in office, <laughs> reparations. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, hey. What did Kanye say? We're trying to get our, uh, our acres back? Yeah, yeah right. 40, 40 acres 40 in the middle. 40 acres in the middle. Man, I would like that the state up, man. <laughs> They would kick me out first day in office, man. I'd be giving out money like it's like they, like they want it. Like every culture, every culture we could think of. I'm like, yo, come to Crenshaw right. on the corner. Of, <laughs> and we're going to have somebody sit out there at a table. Come pick up a million dollars. It would be some wild ghetto stuff. Like, no. <laughs> yeah. The Honda, the Honda Accord got ribs? <laughs> That's like that Dave Chappelle, that yeah, Dave Chappelle yeah. skit. They should have never gave money. <laughs> uh, you never seen so many Honda Accords with some bad ribs. <laughs> yeah, right, right. $2,000 car with like 10000 of just ribs. <laughs> yeah, man. Oh, man. Um, That'd be sick though. We got, I'm voting for you. Yeah. I'm telling y'all want money, vote for me. <laughs> that's the that's the tagline, right? That's there. the tag. You that's want money, ta- vote for me. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's hilarious. We're bringing the Crenshaw crunch, crunch Sundays back. Everybody, I will, cool bank, I will bankrupt California, dog. <laughs> I'm like, long as all of us rich, oh well, we'll figure it out. Everybody pay taxes. Yeah. <laughs> all, we, all the homies will be paid. That's a good platform to run on. It's a good yeah. platform. 
Watts, he for the homies. Yeah. For the homies. <laughs> for the homies. Ooh, the campaigns will be cracking. Yeah. For the homies. The Watts party. The what? Come. Oh, the Watts party. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Don't get me started. Man. <laughs> It'll be Supreme shirts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man. All right. So uh, let's transition a little bit. Um, recently, I seen you, you had a uh, collab with Nike. Mm-hmm. You got your own Air Force One. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Not a lot of people can say that. What was that whole it's process kinda, like? Kinda, it's um, kind of tough. Because I mean, you got your own shoe, man. Like, <laughs> like you're up there with with LeBron. You're up right, there with Kobe. Right. Like, how many yeah. other rappers or artists and uh, community like activists have their own shoe? I mean, there's like Drake and Travis Scott. Right. That's really. I don't really know anybody. Master P. That. Master P. Had his own shoe. The yeah. G Unit. Sneaker. Oh, the G. You know, Fifty and Jay Z. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that, they had it, but they, they didn't have it, any. Right. You know what I mean? So it's like. Yeah, it's a short list, man. It's that's kind of crazy. I never even thought of it like that. Thank you, Ramsey. Yeah, I mean, I might tweet that. No, but the real question is like, do you have some like pairs just laying around? (laughs) (laughs) Hey, I ain't gonna hold you. So they are discontinued. All right. I think intentionally Nike did it to make it a limited run. Um, We have plans to do another drop. All right. Um, Hopefully, it'll probably be next year though, like Juneteenth again. Okay. Um, our Valentine, like we dropped this one on Valentine's, which is, uh, it was crazy. Yeah. Oh, Black History Month. That's why I'm sure. like, wait a minute, why yeah. did we do that? Um, <laughs> he a lover boy. <laughs> right, 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 right. So, um, it sold out like two or three times online, and it was historical. Shit, I don't even know what to say about it, man. Is I, I got a phone call out of nowhere, like, hey, we want to design a shoe, and um. That's from Nike? From Nike. All right. And it was like, are you down? I was like, <laughs> what? <laughs> like, no. Yeah, you yeah. Know what I'm, I'm going um, to explore some other options. Right. <laughs> nah, we did it, and I designed it. Like, it took, like, 15 minutes. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Designed a shoe, and um, it was behind the whole campaign, future movement, like, um, a future movement campaign, and they highlighted, like, four community. They were, like, athletes and okay. just... I was the only like non-athlete, mm. um, and they highlighted four individuals in LA, and then they highlighted people in New York and different things like that. And mine just kind of took off, and you know they did the billboards. Yeah, and Mad- it was one at Madison Square Garden. Wow, wow. yeah, one uh, uh, billboard here, uh, Crypto.com Arena, um, Staples Center. Staples, Staples Center. Center. Right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, politically correct, <laughs> just in case they want to give me some Bitcoin. Right, right. Um, <laughs> Uh, you know, the shoe came out online. They did a whole piece on it. That joint sold out in like 15 minutes, bro. Um, then they had to refund people. Then we sold out again. Oh, my oh wow. And they had to refund people again because they sold out of all of the, you know, there was supply chain issues. Sure, of course. Um, with materials. Yeah. So they didn't have no more materials to make the shoe. Yeah. So they had to refund a bunch of people right. again. If and you're not giving out refunds, it's not a successful no, definitely. shoe Man. Drop. And yeah. the third time people finally got through, and then if you go online right now, it says this shoe is no longer available. <laughs> it's crazy, man. And so uh, it's just a, an amazing moment. Like I got an Air Force One, you know. I don't, I don't know what else. It's like, shit, <laughs> it's amazing, dog. Yeah. And, and Nike was dope to work with, like really dope, dope team. The LA side. I mean, it, it, it was surprising for all of us. Right. Nobody knew it was going to turn out like that. Everybody right. knew 
there's impact and think watts and sticks you know knows a bunch of people yeah he does his thing but i ain't gonna be i was surprised like everybody was trying to buy those shoes like it's people who i don't even know like hey man i bought your shoe (laughs) right right. i was like damn all right good looking yeah you know so um thankful man great moment that's i mean and so so like normally when you think of like people who get their own shoe it's like you know the top of the top of the charts yeah you know what i mean so it's history like how does it feel to be like in that in that same echelon um it's like no words you can you pick to describe Mm it uh it's good to be on the winning side because it's because the success of how many was sold makes me feel better about it uh-huh. cuz it's like I could have put out a shoe nobody that knew flopped. and nobody bought it right. and then it was yeah. like yeah you put out a shoe but no one cares yeah. but because it was so I mean the reason why we talking about it because everyone knows mm-hmm. yeah you know what I'm saying because a lot of people tried to buy it and in our social media algorithms, that shit, <laughs> that shit spent. It's pumping. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, oh, a lot of people was fucking supporting this shit. And Nike was soup, man. Nike was sending me emails like, yo, this is going really well. Like, we just want you to know this is, like, amazing. This is, like, a real amazing moment. And it was, um, it was dope, man. So, yeah, man. Shoot. When the second drop come, hopefully. We do some in stores and yeah. make it a make it a, an event for sure. You know? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, so so where are you at with your music right now? Because I know obviously you have a bunch of stuff going on elsewhere. Like how like where where are you focused at music wise? How do you balance it with with everything else you got going on? Yeah, man. Uh, so right now I just drop music when I want to. Like when I feel like oh the time is right now. Let's just drop drop some dope stuff. Um, I just put it out. I got my own label anyway, and then I got some other artists that I've been grooming. I started a, a, a side label called TWG, which is Think Watch Global. Um, and there's like a couple artists I've been looking at and working with um, that's doing their thing that'll come under the umbrella. But like right now, man, I do a bunch of music on TV and film. Um, it's a bunch of stuff on like Power and uh, The Shy and uh, okay. yeah. uh, what else? Force and uh, BMF. Like all of those shows. Nice. I got a bunch of music on all of those. Um, I'm in the process of developing my own show, so I'll do the music for that too. I got two shows actually in like that. Pre- somehow doesn't surprise. That's not yeah, surprising. this guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, I do. Actually, I do. That's the best part of my day. It's sleeping. Um, I like forty jobs. <laughs> right, 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 right. So um, I do music because I love it, and I can earn a living off of it. I don't look at music for fame. So usually you got artists who do music and be like, man, I need it to go this way and that way. And I do it because of this. And I want this to happen with my music and be the greatest. I'm like, dude, I just want to pay my bills. Right. Exactly. And if I, anything else that comes from that is a bonus. You know what I mean? So that's why I'm cool with doing music on TV and film. And really, it ain't a big deal about it. I'm cool with putting a song out and it maybe got a couple thousand streams. Those couple thousand people, like, yo, this is the greatest shit that came out all year. You know what I'm saying? Then, obviously, toward maybe towards maybe towards the fall, we get a little closer to the fall. I'm probably drop another LAFC album. Like okay. every year, I try to drop something that's yeah. related to yeah. the team. So, and those are fun, man. And so, um, so yeah, yeah, I that's mean, what's coming. Yeah. So, so who's on your uh, your West Coast rap Mount Rushmore? Wow. What kind of question, question is that, Ramsey? <laughs> <laughs> great question. I'm trying to hear this. We're big uh, music buffs, so 
Snoop, number one, first face. I don't care. In that order, mm. Snoop is the biggest artist that ever touched the West, like biggest. Right. Like I'm not saying he's the best at lyrics or the best at yeah. he's the biggest. No one else is on TV with Martha Stewart cooking. No, we, we, yeah. I had a debate with, with, the, with the homies talking about um, Snoop is the biggest rap artist ever. Ever. Like from New York. Down, ever. White, ever. white you ladies can be <laughs> anywhere in the world. Right. Snoop Dogg. That's true. That's yeah. true. No, that is true. Yeah. Snoop Dogg. They, they My mom, know she doesn't Snoop even like, really speak English. She's like, Snoop. Yeah. <laughs> she knows Snoop, it. And, and it's Snoop. <laughs> Man, Snoop will mess around and give you a Corrido song. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Like, who does that? Like, Snoop, no, Snoop. Snoop, Snoop does Snoop. it. Snoop. You know, so Snoop. I mean, it's tough. How many people is on Rushmore? Four. 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 That's crazy. It's crazy. It is crazy. Snoop. I'm going to add Kendrick. Pac, hmm. Cube, Cube, yeah. yeah. He doesn't get the respect that he deserves. Cube is Cube. Man. He had Doing some. It. He had some. I mean, he had an unreal run. Like after, like his solo, his solo run after NWA. I mean, he's like just front to back, just Come after, on, like one after another, just straight Absolutely. up. Like, Him like, and DJ Pooh making all them movies. Man, DJ, and I, that's and then, the homie too. Yeah. Pooh is dope, dude, man. He got his chain snatch, but it was <laughs> by default. <laughs> um, yeah, that 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 four. I had to because I got to touch the older generation more closer yeah. to the newer generation, um, or at least my generation. Um, yeah, that's why I added Kendrick because Kendrick is like unbelievably talented. Um, but yeah, Snoop, Q, Pop, uh, Kendrick. Yeah, that's a solid. That's a, a solid. solid yeah, I, mean, I, I don't think. Like, there's a lot of ways you can get gone. I think that's pretty much... Who I miss? Dre. No, but Dre... Um, as, like, an artist overall. I mean, Dre don't count. I mean, he counts, mm-hmm. but yeah. he... But the he, game, he kinda, the game, the game we, we were cold for a minute. The game brought us back. Like, that early 2000s, yeah, we, 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 had, no, fire, we had no body. And Duh. then, this is how... Right, no, Dre, <laughs> yeah. definitely top 10, top 5, sure. West Coast for sure, right? I don't put Dre in. Dre is like Quincy Jones. He definitely, uh-huh. you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, it's like yeah. the, the the architect. Yeah, yeah, man, like Michael Jackson and Quincy. Yeah, sure. it's like Dre sure. Snoop. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I just Dre is above everything mm-hmm. and all things. No, definitely. You know what I mean? So like, with respect, shout outs to the homie Dre. Like, I don't a list can't even define. Sure. Doctor Dre, sure. he's like the greatest thing that happened to West Coast music. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, definitely without he brought, Dre. He first of all the production. From starting a world class wrecking crew to NWA, he gave us the gangster rap. Yeah. The music behind gangster rap, NWA. There's no gangster rap music without Dr. Dre, right? Right. Then transition, Snoop, Death Row. Death Row. Then transition, Eminem. Then 50 Cent. Then Kendrick. Yeah. Then Lightweight, Anderson Pop. Right. Like, you know what I mean? It's like. Right. You know, it, it's, it's, you can't count. That's like when you're looking at religion. and God. You, it's like God. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's Jesus and Muhammad <laughs> right. and like everybody else, yeah. Abraham and Moses and yeah, everybody. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like, nah, Dre is like God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. So look, I know, I know, uh, you know, we could be here for another hour, hour 45, but, um, we you know, we, we, we this got... this is always fun. Yeah, yeah. So we got to wrap things up. But before we go... 
Um, Julio, um, to wrap things up, we always put the put the guests on the hot seat. So um, he's got some some rap some, some questions. Hot in here, so. away. It's hey, already hot. We're sweating. sweating. Man, I'm We're here. sweating up here, but Dying. you know we gotta make it work. Yeah, so we're gonna put, put you on the hot seat for a second, and then we'll wrap things up. Sweated a gallon of water right now. <laughs> God. All right. So this this uh, this quick question. Um, who, what album would you keep, throw away, and just keep keep keeping the car? Um, Dre, Cube, Easy. But what you got to pick the albums, right? You said album keep, throw away. So listen to right now. Listen, listen to, right, to right, now. right now. Stash in the car or, th- throw, or away. throw away. What albums though? Yeah. Ooh, Eternal E. <laughs> okay, Eternal E from Easy. The Chronic. The Chronic. And uh, oh, what was Cube's first uh, album? The one he did in New York. Uh, Either way, The Chronic. I'm playing. Yeah, cube. I'm I'm keeping in the car internally. I'm sorry. Yeah. Rest in peace. Yeah. Ramona's or Louisiana chicken. I'm vegan, so. Oh. Uh, so, but before I was vegan, Ramona's. Ramona's. Classic. Two two burritos for like three dollars. <laughs> Can't go wrong with that. Can't go wrong with that. I mean, I'm on the toilet, but. <laughs> <laughs> so that's Ramona's for you. Right Gardena. Clippers or LAFC. You cold. <laughs> <laughs> like what exactly? The, the, hey, Steve Ballmer. Is Steve Ballmer just it's leaned it's in it's a little it's bit. That's right? you. Clippers or LAFC. LAFC. That's there where you started. go. All right. all right. That's that's all I got. That's all you got. Oh, yeah. I was like, let's that was keep easy. going. That was easy. That was easy. I don't want to like mess up with partnerships. <laughs> nah, man. Hey, you go with this loyalty, man. Yeah, definitely. Right. Right. Yeah. No. Yeah. LAFC for sure. Yeah. Um, and LAFC is how I came up with the idea to branch off into the other sports. Definitely. Right. Shout out to Rich Orozco. Shout out to Rich. You know what I'm saying? He's the architect of that whole concept. Man. Yeah. We saw him at the. I still talk about it. We saw yeah. him at the Soho House. He had the little uh, football moving culture forward. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the way he explained about the sport, about the hat, everything about LAFC is just that guy knows what he's doing. Hey man, it's a couple people who helped me navigate this whole like. First of all, first and foremost, Timothy Nikoloff. I think I said him in the last episode. Mm. He is the architect of how sticks maneuvers with sports brands and sports teams first before anybody. Timothy Nikoloff is one of the most brilliant geniuses when it comes, and I hope we show this because I want him to see this. Yeah. He is one of the most brilliant geniuses when it comes to sports branding, sports marketing, sports partnerships, and just urban culture period he come from the skate world like when you come from skating like skating and soccer is like the epitome of urban culture sure right and then everything else kind of falls in play but timothy nikloff is like the art like what you see how you see sticks maneuver when you see team the team and this project and sticks is doing this but think watch foundation is doing this like how is sticks with adidas and nike like how does that work (laughs) like how does like it's all it's all conversations consultation and mentorship from my guy timothy nikloff and then the type of things we do content wise you know like culture wise with team that's like rich like he understands how to build culture within or a corporate organization and um you know those two individuals are very instrumental shout outs tony toledo who who actually is a, a another smart individual these are people who people may not know we don't get to talk about or who don't get the shouts you know what i'm saying because they behind the scenes uh tony toledo works at wss but he under we call each other gonzalez jones (laughs) it's like understand black and brown culture and how to communicate you know what i'm saying how to do programs how to do different activations 
to, that are engaging and impactful for these communities, right? That's Tony Toledo, and he's like very instrumental and stuff like that too. And then the whole like top board at LAFC, like Larry Berg, shout out to Allison Berg, his wife, um, uh, Larry uh, Friedman, um, the president, uh, the president, and uh, John Thornton, and all those guys over there. Uh, Chris Reed, who's on the foundation mm-hmm, side, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. dope. Uh, Benny Tran, like those guys, all they all like understand culture and just kind of how to move, and they're a little bit less strict in regards to relationships right. and giving access to relationships at a high level. You know, these are a lot of people people normally don't talk about. And then there's a ton of other people I can name. But in regards to soccer in general, Definitely. those individuals um, were very, very, very key in helping, like, navigating the soccer culture and how Sticks has been able to navigate from there and then branch to the next thing. And then, um, yeah, man, I just wanted to just shout those people out real fast because I want the people to know who they are. And whether they see it or people see it or they don't, if you run at to them, run into them at a Galaxy match or a LAFC match, shoot, stop them. Like, hey, I was on listening to the yeah. pitch and yeah. Sh- yeah. Stick shouted you out, man. Shouts to you. Like, give them a hug, a dap. They neutral. They all except for Rich. They are all neutral. Yeah. Oh no, yeah. no, Rich. Yeah. Rich don't play. Yeah, yeah. Rich. No they're all <laughs> Tim, Nickloff, and Tom. They all neutral because they gotta be. So you could say what's up, but yeah. you know, Rich is for the drama. <laughs> <laughs> and shout and shouts to Urban Pitch, man. Y'all yeah. still here, man. Yeah, you know how hard you. it is to still be you. here and. Thriving and kicking and popping and how y'all sell combine music and soccer and just all the things that y'all still continuously do. Shouts, shouts. Appreciate you, man. I'm shouts that I still could come on and definitely man. Part of the we're glad to be able to have you on. Yeah, yeah. So I have one last question though. So for uh, let's say this kid that wants to be wants to be more of the community, help the community. Mm -hmm. How would you recommend a kid uh, that wants to help his community? How can you start that off? Man, just do it. Shout out to Nike. Yeah. I wanted Air Force yeah, One yeah, coming yeah. next year. Start the second Air Force One. No. Uh, <laughs> just do it, man. That's what I did. Everything in life, man, you just got to do it. And then you figure out the rest. Yeah. A lot of people get in their own way. A lot of people don't achieve goals, don't um, really accomplish goals because they're afraid to just start. Oh, mm-hmm. I don't have the information. I don't know how to. We don't know how to do none of this shit. Just do it, it and then you figure it out. You learn through experience, right? I mean, before the first episode of Urban Pitch, um, did we really know how to do a podcast? Like, did y'all really know? You no, know they forgot to plus record. Like, you just, just, <laughs> you just got some cameras and some microphones and just fucking start talking. Like, I remember years ago when we did the fucking episode. It's like, this wasn't... And you had like just came around, like yeah. you had just started. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like you, nobody knew what we were doing, but you did it. And now look, yeah. four years later, we're here, and you can go a lot of places and people are like, oh, Urban Pitch. Mm. Y'all yeah. got y'all are a staple now. Definitely. You know what I'm saying? You, did y'all know how to be fucking host? No. Hell no. Not at all. You just do it. I didn't know how to do none of this shit. Right. None of it. Community, all that. <laughs> bit. Like man, yeah. I just did it, man. So if you want to get started, just do it. And everything will come to you. And it'll last as long as you want it to last. But be passionate about it. Be sure about it. Because the things we're passionate about, we'll go through the bumps and bruises, bumps and bruises, the obstacles, and overcome them. Definitely. If we're not passionate about it, then it'll just end right. and it'll right. just be another thing we didn't, right. that we feel like we failed at. Yeah. So, 
knowledge bombs knowledge bombs uh, end it with some knowledge bombs but yeah, uh, Sticks again thank you very much of course uh, for Julio Matarosa Sticks I'm Ramsey Abuchal you've been listening to the Urban Pitch Podcast shout out to everybody listening leave us like comment subscribe or whatever we'll see you next week we got some more guests uh, but until then we're out out thank you for listening to Believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.